You're at the beach. It's beautiful. A bird flies overhead. The bird's a color, a color you've never really seen before. Indescribable, in fact, you would say the color is. You follow it into a meadow. It softly lands on a rock and you approach it. Then you snap out of it and you realize you're on the river and it's live with the bike and you're there with seven high and you're like, I guess I got a bluff. And that's where Eric found himself after his LSD flashback wore off on Live with the Bike. We're going to break it all down on the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. All right, you know what? That happened, and uh, I was glad it did. I'm glad it did. I just got trying to go a different direction. Switch it up. That's the idea, right? You know, different people, couple with different. It makes sense things. if you watch the video that I would give this guy an LSD flashback. It does actually. It really yeah. does. And uh, yeah, but there's no video to watch. Like we're not gonna put one out, so you guys have to go find it yourselves. This guy though, Eric from Live with the Bike. I said he looked like a Muppet at one point. Yeah, I didn't mean that in a, in a condescending way or anything. More like the clothes he's wearing, how he chooses to wear his hair. He's wearing these big sunglasses. It's very Muppet-like. He looks like an LSD flashback. He belongs in Dr. Teeth and the Electric Rhythm, which indeed are Muppets who almost certainly, if any Muppets took LSD, they took LSD. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Mayhem. Electric Mayhem. That, that opening was mostly about the acid flashback, but there is, of course, poker involved. Yeah, so it, totally relevant and totally fine to do it. Then. I mean, it's he's at an inherent disadvantage if he's having an acid flashback during mm-hmm. a poker hand. Yeah. I think we could essentially do a podcast about James Bond movies and say it's relevant because there's poker in that Casino Royale yeah. thing. And it's fine. It's basically I mean, we did a saying. video on that hand. Exactly. So we can then talk about anything to do with James Bond. Idris Elba, maybe the new James Bond. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this hand was suggested by Magnet Carta. Yes, he's back. We are two poker guys on Twitter, the number two poker guys. Nuzzle us to your warm, warm breast, Magna Carta. We, we, we feel safe here. Jonathan can speak for himself. Uh, <laughs> no, do, oh, oh, both of us are neither. <laughs> this is a pretty wacky hand, and I think it yeah. might be because it's on the lowest stakes offering of Live with the Bike. Mm. It's the 5-5 uh, five, five game with a $5 ante. But you know what? It plays kind of big for a $5 five, oh, yeah, five I mean, game because of that. Eric, the guy I'm mentioning in the opening, he has 20K in front of him. Right. You know, it's not small stacks here. And uh, it also involves uh, a pretty well-known player who we've never done a breakdown on before, Bart Hansen. Yeah. Who used to be the commentator on Live with the Bike, right? Indeed he did. He was the uh, main guy. He, had, he often did it with someone else, too. He often would say, and look at this. Corporation Mike wakes up with aces. Anytime anyone had aces, he would say, look at this. I used to watch Live with the Bike way back when. Back when you could just watch it. There was no, you know, no barrier to doing so. Um, Bart Hansen also, you know, has a whole bunch of poker-related stuff he puts out and yeah he's like in the poker like world he's like known he's sure. part of the lexicon no no he's not part of the lexicon he's part of lex veldhouse he may have helped build lex veldhouse's house okay so i wouldn't know i can't speak to that okay it's possible all right well there's there's more than a couple questionable plays in this hand and we like that yeah it's fun it, there's a lot of questionable plays in this hand. <laughs> Let me just say a lot of questionable plays. So that's good. All right. Why don't we just get straight to it? Okay. We're going to try to go under an hour this time. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm, I'm all for it. I think we can do it on this one. Okay. 
This might be a 28 minute podcast. Yeah, I could see us going well over an hour also, knowing you and me. 28 so minutes. Okay. I'll take the over. Let's Just go. make sure not to mention any movies that have multiple series. Don't get me started. That's all I'm going to say. Don't we get don't me started. We don't talk about any fish concerts. Um, all right. Second podcast of the day. So, yeah. so far, it started off like pretty calm, except for the whole beginning part. Except for the whole starting off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, sure. But the, before getting to the hand, it's been pretty calm as compared to, <laughs> to most. <laughs> so let's just get to it. All right. So Bart Hansen is plus one. And in this five, five, five game, he has $8,000 in front of him. He has ace, 10 offsuit, ace of diamonds, 10 of spades, and he raises to $70. Okay. Which is a pretty normal raise size with the $5 ante, I would think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Seems reasonable. I mean, if it was a normal five, five game, this would be an enormous of course, raise. It'd be $20, but, but yeah. you got all this extra money in there. You got like 45 bucks in the middle, 50 yep. bucks in the middle. Totally reasonable. Folds around to a guy named Big John who doesn't look that big. He's not big, and I don't think he's a John. No, I think his name is David. Yeah. Small, middle-sized David is what I call him in my head. Yeah. Medium David. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the first questionable play of the hand. Yeah, get ready. Just just keep a list, people. Yeah. Actually, you should keep a list. Mm. That'd be great. Uh, He has $2,800 in front of him, which is actually relatively short for this game. Okay. And he has seven of hearts, five of spades. He doesn't fold and he doesn't three bet. I mean, I wouldn't like three betting anyway. No, but it's probably better than calling. Yep. It's definitely better than calling. He calls with seven five off against the plus one razor with a small stack. I will say this, people. So I said when he did this to Grant, he just called with seven five off. <laughs> Grant said, yeah, it's like poker time. Poker <laughs> time is, of course, our uh, video series where we run a cash game and it's a five ten cash game. But absolutely, people make plays just like this. Yep. In the poker all the time. time, all the time, yeah. I was just watching after one of our players, Batiste, on our most recent video. He had just gotten stacked. He'd been running pretty bad, and uh, he just started calling everything. You know, Jack three suited on the button. There's a raise from a tight player under the gun. I call. You know, I have seven six. Actually, called the seven six off. I think as well. You know, he's just like, what do I care? Let's go. You know. Well. So same kind of a thing. It's basically poker time. Yeah. All right. That was that was tilt though, as opposed to yeah. what we're seeing here, which I don't necessarily think Big John is tilting. I think he's just playing cards. I think he's trying to overcompensate because he's very small. <laughs> he's just a small human. <laughs> Tiny, in fact. Um then we got Buzz on the button who we did have we have done a buzz hand before, yep. uh, where he ended up losing when he played Ace King against Deuces and got called by the butt flush. Oh, he was the one who did the big bluff, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was the butt flush hand. He has seven three of diamonds. On the button. And calls. That's not good either. It's not good. It's At least bull- he's on the button. He's on the button and it's suited. I mean, it's better than the seven five off call. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Go on. And he at least has 17K, so he can win all of Bart's 8K. Yeah, that so helps that's a nice. little bit. Of course, if we play a pot where we get all of Bart's money in, I don't know that the seven high flush draw is going to be good that often, but whatevs, at least it's speculative. Well... Maybe all of these calls are because Eric is in the big blind. And Eric is <laughs> the guy we've been m- mentioning before. You're on a beach. It's beautiful. Yeah. The, the that bird guy. is an indiscriminate color. <laughs> <laughs> See, you liked the opening. That was very that was a really strange thing to say about a bird. Yeah. It's it's an indiscriminate color. But go on. No, it's a color you've never seen before or, and can't describe. That's, I think, what I called mm, it. Yeah. Okay. So, so I guess LSD flashback, that makes sense. Go on. Yeah. I mean, I think that was an artful and good opening. Okay. Well, you know? congratulations. Maybe you'll do more. We'll have you do some more. Eric has 20K, and uh, we've seen a couple Eric hands that have been suggested to us. 
Maybe you call anything when Eric's in the big blind because he might just put in 20K at any time. And if you have something, you can win that money. Maybe maybe that's why. Do we have reason to believe that that's the case besides the way he looks? Uh, well, also live with the bike calls him like the biggest maniac in poker and like has him on thumbnails as being Eric? a maniac. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. So that helps. So Eric, I think Eric's like he lives up. He's not just dressing like that for to, to play reverse table image. He actually is that guy. Okay, cool. I think is what's happening here. I like that. He has 7-4 of clubs, and he makes the most reasonable call of all of these players, though. Yeah, this is the one call you can actually justify. I mean, he could fold. He's only got $5 in there. It's fine to fold this in, but it is at least reasonable to call as well when we're relative, we're deep-ish, right? Yeah. And you're closing the action, and it's now three ways. You're very you're getting, deep between him and Buzz. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting um, good pot odds right away. I mean, it's totally, it's, I, it's almost fine, I think. Seven five of clubs, easy call. Yeah. Seven four of clubs. Eh. Well, he's got Buzz dominated. Yeah, that's great. But Big John has him. Root for crushed. a seven. No, don't. Big John's got seven five, man. Ah. Uh, so sick. How can you how can he run so bad? That's my question. Know. I don't even know what to say right now. All right. So he calls two. The pot is three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. And uh, let's see what the next questionable decision might be. Okay, let's go. I'm so excited. The flop is six of spades, eight of spades, deuce of diamonds. Uh, most notably... Big John. Big John flops an open-ender with seven five. He also has the only spade with the five of spades. Yep. Nope. Never mind. Ten of spades in Bart Hansen's hand. Oh, okay. Um, really? And Yeah. Okay. And Eric has seven four of clubs for a gut shot. Okay. The pot is 330. It checked. Uh, Eric checks, and this is what I think is another questionable decision out of who is very likely to be the best player in the hand, Bart Hansen. I'm just going to skip to the end of that and say he's the best player in the hand. Yeah, but this was not something I would do. No, me either. Into three three opponents, he bets 150 with ace-10 off. On this board. On a 6-8 deuce board where he got called by a bunch of ranges that hit this board pretty hard. Yeah, I don't know why we're doing this. Also, Eric's the biggest maniac, right, and all that yeah. stuff. Why are we betting to let him just check raise us off our hand? Like, what are we doing? Like, I know we're going to lose this pot a lot if we check, but we're going to lose this pot a lot if we bet. We're just going to lose more money when we bet, right? Yeah, seems that way. How much does he bet? 150 into 330. I mean, it's just not going to get through enough. I mean, our, I, this is a multi-street plan, I guess. I don't know why we're we doing a multi-street plan against these kinds of ranges on this kind of a board. I don't know. Yeah, this seems like a mistake. I don't like it. I'd like it better if we at least had the ace of spades in our hands rather than the ten of spades. Yep. So that there's runouts that can make sense for us, and we can also, if just one spade comes, we can rep the nut flush. Yep. Sometimes we can make the nut flush. Sometimes we can rep the nut flush. That's better, at least. I mean, we're just hoping that everybody has, like, queen ten. Yep, like, that's ev- right. Everybody has to have queen ten for this to get through. Yep. Yeah, uh, this seems a bit ambitious. Yeah, I don't like it. All right, well, Big John calls. He's open-ended. He could raise. He could, but it's fine to call. Yeah, I mean, Bart has the strongest range on this board. Yep. Bart uh, can have all the things. Yeah. He can probably have all the sets, and he can definitely have all the overpairs. Yeah. Buzz folds his 7-3. Good job. He did have two backdoors. Eric is going to call with his gut shot. What do you think? You think he should probably be raising instead of calling? If I he's don't gonna think continue? we can really reasonably call here with a gutter. Like, yeah, there's two the, spades. There's two spades on the board. Seven too. five what? It's six eight deuce. Oh, six eight deuce. Right, seven five is in uh, Big Johnson. Six eight deuce. Seven four. That's horrible. We don't even have the backdoor flush draw. Also, let's say we hit our five. Bart Hansen could have nine ten suited. Like nine ten. Nine ten would not does not matter if a five comes. Sorry. Yeah. 
That's okay. That's good. Seven nine is what you're worried. Seven nine, which someone can have. Though. Yeah, our Bart can't have it. So only the only person who can have is Big John, and we do block it. That part's good. But there's also two spades out there. Yeah, no, we don't have a back door. This is an easy fold. Yeah, but he's a maniac, so of course he's not going to fold. Wouldn't raising be better? Yep, by a lot. This is our kind of a board. Big John has not declared himself as having a big hand. And if we know anything about Bart, we I assume this isn't the only time Bart C bets with kind of a random hand. And what's Bart going to do? Is Bart just going to call us down if he has, let's, two eights? He might if he knows. And by the way, two eights yeah. is top set. You're really messing up this board yeah, situation. I thinking, <laughs> thinking seven five. Two, <laughs> let's, eight, let's, let's, should I restate Please. the board? Not for the listeners, but for Jonathan. I need, a, I need six, video help. Six eight deuce with two spades. I need to, can you write that down and post it somewhere, please? I need visual aids. Um, okay. So, yeah, but if Bart has two nines, maybe he's going to decide if we check race to call us down because we're crazy. I think that would potentially happen. But the problem for Bart is if we check raise, he's got a guy behind him too. He may talk himself out of this spot. You know, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. But anyway, the point is like clearly check raise has got to be better. I agree. Than a call, which has got to be the worst possible option. Yep. Okay, cool. Maybe a check raise all in is the worst possible option. Sure. But, <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be really bad. But any kind of normal sizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Never thought about that sizing option there. You could lose $8,000 by check raising all in. <laughs> Instead of just check raising like 400 bucks yeah. or something. Yeah. 500 bucks. Anyway, for some purpose or reason, maybe it has to do with the color of the bird. Eric decides to call. Right. And uh, so now we still have three players and $780 in the pot and nitrogen sports poker room. Everybody has that. Everyone has that. All the three of these players have it. They on should. their phone. Well, they ought to. In their computer housing. Thinking about it all the time also. So basically in their synapses. In their Lex Veld house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got. Yeah. That's where they Nitrogen Sports it. Poker Room. It's the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> latest. And, latest slogan. Uh, anyway, it is the sponsor. And they do have some offerings for you <laughs> as our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifices, if you will. Uh, yes, the offerings <laughs> are uh, exclusive Poker Guys events that you can play only if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Currently, we have our monthly tournament runs the end of every month. It is a minuscule buy-in and a massive skewel guarantee. Yeah, I'm, I'm supporting you. Go yeah, ahead. I know. I You're appreciate good. that. Uh, basically, the guarantee is a thousand times the buy-in, and we've only ever gotten eighty players or fewer. So. Pretty good deal. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, they're just throwing money away at this point. And, <laughs> yeah, they're uh, flushing it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to your benefit. It's to your benefit. So yeah. you should get in there. And they also do other things. Obviously, it's NFL season. There's sports betting. There is. NBA season is starting up real soon here. Woo-wee. There's uh, an NBA over-unders for regular season wins. There's just, you know, betting on the games. They also have a casino. Grant, if you like playing the blackjacks or the roulettes or the craps. See, craps actually is already plural. The crap. The crap. The black jazz, the roulettes are the crap. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So get in there and get you some poker. And also whatever else you want to get. But make sure you use the link in the description or you're dead to me. Yeah. Make sure you make sure. Make sure you catch what? a ride. <laughs> did you did you have make an acid sure flashback? You, make sure you make sure you catch a ride <laughs> on the nitrogen sports train because it's going around the corner. Choo choo. Chicka 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 chicka. Yep, that's the sound it makes. <laughs> it's a really, really fucked up train. <laughs> okay, so it's Bitcoin only, you know, yeah. it's different. Yeah, it's a different type of train. Yeah. Seven hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> in the pot. Okay. 
Six, eight, deuce, two spade flop. We have seven, five for big John. We have the C better being Bart Hansen with ace, 10 offsuit. He does have the 10 of spades, but I don't know. And uh, we got Eric with seven, four of clubs because he's crazy. Right. The turn is the Jack of hearts. Okay. And it checks around. Okay. So I want to talk about this from yeah. a couple perspectives. First, Bart's perspective. Good. Since Bart C bet the flop, should he also be C betting this card? Or it doesn't complete any of the obvious draws. It could complete two pair on like Jack Eight, I guess. But I mean, these guys definitely could have Jack Eight, but that means they can have a million things. Yeah, right? they could also have Jack X of clubs, but that's more likely to be a raise than a lot of other things are. I mean, Bart is more likely to have a Jack than these other guys. If he's C betting Ace Ten, he's C betting King Jack and Ace Jack and yeah, Queen Jack too. From his point of view, yeah. right? Um, Bart has the Ten of Spades in his hand, which means Jack Ten of Spades isn't out there. That helps a tiny bit. We block like one yeah. of the Jacks, but. Whatever. That's not a big thing, but it helps a little bit. That's a very that would be an unsurprising combo to uh, for the opponents to have, which we block. That's nice, but that's about it, right? We don't really block anything. I guess yeah. we block. I guess we just block Jack. No, because Jack Ten offsuit wouldn't have called the flop. Yeah, but I think we have a range advantage here when we don't get raised in the flop, where we still have over pairs. We have sets. We have sets of jacks now. We have we have aces. We have kings. We have queens. We yeah, have pairs. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. And also the jacks that we mentioned earlier, if we have ace-10, we have those other jacks. I think maybe we should be betting again. If we're choosing to bet the flop, I think we should probably bet the turn. Because now these guys have a lot of draws and a lot of weak one pair of hands, which they're going to feel obligated. 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 Uh, Obligated. It's obligated. Yeah. The aces, the kings, and the queens, the overpairs that we can have. Yeah. (laughs) Obligated. You know what I feel like sometimes? Sometimes when we're doing this show... I just feel like one of those gremlins from the movie where I just like, my job is just to screw stuff up, you know? You look like one. Be a little too. mischievous. You look like one of the gremlins. Don't feed me after midnight, bro. And well, never, ever, ever get any water on me because I multiply. Is that what they do? Multiply? I don't know. I never saw no, you're, no, you're supposed to. You're supposed to not get a water on them because they multiply and never, ever, ever feed them after midnight because then they turn evil. Which is dumb because it's midnight somewhere. You know, it's always midnight somewhere. Just between us. How would their bodies know? You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a sun thing, like <laughs> the sun is down, <laughs> so it actually doesn't matter where you are. Okay, maybe that's what it is. I'm cool with that. What if? The, but here's a question, and we're yeah. going to move on, but I do want to ask this. Okay, so you know how the <laughs> daylight savings? So yeah. like yesterday, I couldn't fuck, fucking feed Gizmo at midnight, but then today, I can't, I mean, it's 11.01, and it was midnight yesterday at this time. Gizmo stands with the farmers. Yeah, apparently he does, but now it's fine. Apparently now it's fine. I got to question the science on that. Robert Zemeckis, director of Gremlins, I think. No, Joe, no, maybe it was a guy named Joe. I think it was a guy named Joe. Anyway, back to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think, ultimately... Yeah, I almost did. <laughs> ultimately, do you think Bart should be continuing to bet here? I like our thoughts, and you, you were sort of like leading this charge, but I, I think I agree with you that... I think I like checking the flop. Yep. And actually, if it checks on the flop and then the big the guy, Eric, checks the turn, I might bet this card anyway. Yep. You could bet or check this card. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. But I think once we bet the flop and we get two calls, and then this is a really good card to continue on for us. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I like it. I like betting. Well, he checks. Yeah, that's okay, though. 
I don't think it's the end of the world to check here. And you know who else checks is Big John. That I don't understand at all. Yeah, I mean... That's the worst. Why is Big John checking when it gets checked to him? That's here? a million times worse than Bart checking. I agree, because he has seven high, and he has actual equity in the hand. Yeah, and like... And, and Eric's a maniac. Eric can have anything. Yeah, so we can fold up both of our opponents quite a bit. Yeah. Are we afraid that Eric's just going to raise so often if we bet? That, is he that crazy that Maybe. we can't even bet here? I don't know. I mean, we could three bet if we want to. We could, or we could raise the river if we don't get there. Also, that's reasonable. I think we absolutely have to bet to try and fold out Bart, who now looks like he's going to give up. He's giving up a lot. And well, Eric yeah. doesn't have very many strong hands either. We absolutely have to bet. We have seven, five off suit. Like Bart's pretty face up at this point, right? Is like not really, maybe he has nines or tens, but yeah. Other than that, it's a lot of ace highs and king highs. Mm-hmm. Totally. We have seven, five off suit. There's two spades on the board. I know we have a spade in our hand, but like we only have six clean outs anyway. Like let's fricking bet. Yep. So he doesn't bet. He doesn't bet. Everybody checks. Yeah. I don't like two of those checks. No. I don't like that the third guy who is fine checking is even in the hand. I don't like that Big John's in the hand either from the preflop perspective. Also, you're clearly not a fan of Big John's nickname. Just to throw that on. He's tiny, tiny David. Throw that on the fire there. Yeah. <laughs> little tiny David. Um, okay. How are you feeling about Bart? Bart's hair, hairstyles? I mean, it's a little antiquated, but it's all right. Yeah. I feel it's like it does sort of read like late 90s to me. But it's fine. It's fine. It works for his face shape. I don't. I mean, I don't know. What if he did some other things? Maybe that would work even better. Well, I'm not a hairdresser, okay? But I would like obvious. to say this. That's clear. Yeah. What, what do you guys say? No, I got nothing. I was, I was done. I was done. Yeah. All right. I was hoping you were going to cut me off. Nope. You sort of did, but then you asked me to continue. <laughs> so a little, uh, here's a little bit of inside information on Poker Guys stuff. Here we All go. Right? So you don't know what I'm going to say. But you said I don't know at all what you're going to say, but I'm just saying here we go. I'm kind of uh, partaking in a philosophy that that we purport to have when filming poker time. Because before every poker time session that we film, Jonathan makes a speech where he says the rules of poker time and he, he says a bunch of stuff. He also says, and this is going to go on YouTube. People are going to be able to hear what you say some of the time. So we're not going to edit that out. If you say something dumb, that's on you. That's going to be there. Right. So that's my philosophy with Jonathan now is just let him, let him, do oh, it now. Oh, yeah. that hasn't been the case for the last four and a half years. No, I am always helping in subtle ways that you don't understand to make <laughs> sure that you don't go to jail, basically, for the stuff you say on the podcast. All right. And now you don't care anymore. No, I'm ready for you to go to jail. <laughs> okay. I need fine. a break. <laughs> I, you know, a jail would be a nice break for me, too. I wonder if they'd let us do a podcast from the little like the, the glass thing. You may have to uh, be surreptitious about it, but why not? I mean, we have this. We can do small microphones. Yeah, just. Stick it right through the glass <laughs> or like over the glass. Yeah. You get like a really thin wire. They won't see it. And you just got to make that initial. Or maybe use like a laser microphone. to cut a tiny hole in the glass. Oh, that's, that's the move. Yeah. You have to have like a pen laser. But here's the thing that's important. When you make that hole in the glass, I would like the laser not to burn me. So that's on you. I'm, I'm going to say I'm pointing the laser and you can move. Yeah, where can you, you want. like point it at a part of the glass that I'm not standing right in front of? Perhaps I have to get the angle right or else the cord will go through all sideways. I understand you think that. that. We have a specific cord length. It's not going to bend. Got problems. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. Forget it. All right. No, no per- podcast in jail. No, no jail podcast. So I guess maybe I do need to do the subtle help and keep you out of jail. Maybe if you just wouldn't point the laser at me. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, let's return to the hand. Yes. All right. So we've checked around on the turn, which was the Jack of Hearts. It was a six, eight deuce flop with two spades and a diamond. 
Bart Hansen has ace 10, which is somehow the best hand right now. Yeah. His opponents right. have seven, five and seven, four respectively. Yes. There's no real draws except for a gut shot and an open ender. So Bart's usually going to win if it checks around on the river, mm-hmm. which is the king of hearts. Yes. And it checks around. I'm oh, kidding. Oh, it's not. It wouldn't be a podcast. I was going to drop the. Uh, the streamers. What? The confetti. Oh, like when a team that's 0-13 wins their first game of the year and they drop the confetti? Sure. Yeah. Why those, not? Those are good times. Remember the 76ers did that in a playoff game against the Celtics when they hit a shot to send it to overtime, but they thought they had won because... Bellini- really? Yeah, this happened last last summer. I didn't Bellini's know that. foot was on the line. With, uh, he hit a three-pointer at the buzzer, but it wasn't a three. It was a two. It's pretty clearly a two, by the way. Even as the shot was gone, I'm like, oh, that, that's a two. And they went crazy. They dropped the confetti and immediately the refs were like, no, 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 that's, that's a two. And it took 10 minutes to clean up the confetti and because it, it was just, it drops really slowly and there's so much of it. <laughs> and then the Celtics won in overtime. It was great. <laughs> For you. Yeah. Big Celtics fan over there. All right. Rivers, the king of hearts. Okay. And uh, Eric snaps out of his acid, acid flashback with the bird and the rock and everything. Eric does have the worst hand of the three. He's got the seven, four. Yes, he does. I mean, he's chopping. It's I guess. a chop with seven five, but it's also the worst hand. He is not one to give up on a pot, apparently. And he's gonna bet. Yeah, he's gonna bet seven hundred dollars into the seven hundred eighty dollar pot. Wow. Yep. Big bet. So this is supposed to work against these hands. Yes, it is. This is definitely supposed to work. But Bart Hansen, who is next to Aki, still has Big John behind him. Yeah, is sitting there and thinking. Mm-hmm. So what is he thinking about? He's thinking, what in the world hands does this guy have that he suddenly is betting pot when he just check called the flop? Yeah, what that's what he's thinking. What right? this strikes me as is a, a sizing mistake, right? By Eric, because it does look. First of all, the King of Hearts is a massively Bart centric card. Yes, like Bart checks to the turn. He has so much King Queen Ace King, King Ten sometimes hands like that that Eric really shouldn't have any of. Right. Eric's, Eric's really, Eric's absolutely repping two pair. Eric better. is repping king six suited, king eight suited, or king deuce suited. Can, I mean, in theory, he could have king jack of spades uh, or something like that. Could, yeah. he have, could he have turned two pair with the jack? Yes, he could have. And checked to, like, and yeah. then check through. He could have. Um, could he have been slow playing at something on the flop? Maybe. He's a maniac. Sometimes they do weird stuff, even on whiteboards out of position. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah. But the story is a little fishy. Yeah, I mean... suddenly he comes out betting so much. Right. It feels like he doesn't really... I mean, as far as a range versus range thing, as Bart, I would be immediately suspicious. Yeah, but I would also fold. Yeah, well, mostly because we have Big John behind us. That helps a lot with that. Also, (laughs) maybe if we know Big Eric is just a crazy person. Big Eric, we're just adding Big. (laughs) He's kind of big. If, If Eric's a crazy person, maybe actually that's another thing that goes beyond all this range versus range stuff where we're like... Oh, yeah, I watch Live at the Bike. I commentate on Live at the Bike. I know this guy never has it. So when he bets this much, he is really polarized, and he's got all his weird air stuff, and he's going to have a lot of weird air stuff. Yeah. So maybe you know that as Bart, and then that makes it easier to not fold. Maybe. I mean, I guess we're not too worried about John behind us. Like, if we call, it's very infrequent that John also calls. I mean, let's pretend for a second John has the King Ten of Spades. 
and we call this bet. He's still going to fold a lot, right? A lot of the time he is, but we're probably not too worried even about that. Like if John has a one per hand, it's yeah. usually an eight or a six. Yeah. We actually have the ten of spades in our hand anyway. Yeah. But no, no, it's not the, you know, the right. No, it's only if he has like if he hit the king of spades on the river, right? Yeah. Somehow, because then he had a spade draw. Right. On the flop. Um, which is possible. But if he has king queen of spades, right? Like, is he going to call? It's not an easy call at all after someone bets pot and someone else calls pot and he has just one pair. Right. He might, though. He might. But Bart could have ace-king. Bart could be chopping with him. Yeah. Bart rarely has king-10 here. Yeah. He could have it, but he rarely does. And I don't know if he's going to auto-call king-10. Now, he, since he's considering calling ace-10, maybe he will. But from our point of view as Big John, we may not think this is an easy call with king-10, and I'm definitely winning with king-queen, you know? Right. We're really worried about, like, am I chopping or losing to this? Like, I'm not worried about so much the better. It's an easy call against the better. It's a hard call. It's hard to overcall, though, with one pair. All right, so I think this is what's going through Bart's head. Yep. I think I have a couple things here. It was a draw-heavy flop. Yes. None of those draws were completed. Correct. Um, this guy's kind of crazy. Yep. This card is supposed to be better for my range than my opponent's ranges. Yes. I call. Here's my concern with this play, because he does call. Yeah. And big John folds. And he of wins. Of course he is. He wins with ace high. Yeah. Here's my concern with this play. We have to really know, and maybe Bart does, but we have to know that Eric is the kind of guy who isn't going to turn like a deuce into a bluff here. Right. A one pair of hand, like a bad one pair of hand into a bluff because he doesn't know what else to do. So he's just betting. That's a, that is a concern because another hand we were suggested involved Eric. We're not going to do it because it's not quite nuanced enough. But he, Eric, three bets with four or five suited, hits a four on an ace high flop mm. and bets flop and turn. Yeah. With a four. Yeah. So that, that makes me a little concerned. Right. From Bart's perspective. Like, doesn't this play better as a raise than as a call? If yeah. We're, if we're not going to fold, doesn't just play better as... It doesn't have to be a big raise. Like, he made it 700. We could make it 1,800. Yeah. Like, if he's got any kind of, any kind of strong hand that... We're not targeting his two-pair hands. No. We're, not tra- we're just targeting all the one-pair hands that don't know what to do until they bet. They're trying to get a slightly better hand to fold. Also, to make sure that if somehow... Big John has the King X of spades. Now he, he can't folds. call. Yeah. Right. So this, this just feels like we do so much better if we raise. And it doesn't cost us that much when we're wrong. Anyway, it's called, like if we're wrong, it costs us $700 or it costs us an extra 1100 But I think we fold out so much more of the stuff we want to fold out by making 1100 more. It's worth that money. I think you're right. So I think that's better. Here's another thing I don't love about this. If we have a 10 of spades in our hand, yeah. it's less likely for him to have a spade uh, draw which means that removes a lot of key bluffs in there, which, again, makes me want to raise rather than call or fold Yeah, rather than call. I think folding is pretty standard. Folding, folding is what you normally would do. I think raise is also clearly a, a reasonable and maybe even a good play against this particular player. Yeah. Right. Unless he's one of those guys who, like, bets out with these bad hands and then calls the raises with the bad hands, too. Maybe he's one of those guys. Maybe but he is. Unless we, unless we know that very specifically, this feels like a pretty safe raise where it's, he can have you once in a while, but it's not very often. Man, it would suck if he turned over some really bad hand that beats you, though. Yeah. Now, Bart is right, but it is like making a bunch of assumptions. Like, what if Eric just shows up with a deuce here? He's like, I got to bluff yeah. with a deuce. Exactly. I have ace deuce, so yeah. I'm bluffing. Like, what am I going to do? I got to get you to fold two, two sevens. Bart. And not to say that... I've definitely been there where I've made yeah. like ambitious hero calls and then the guy turns over something I never expect him to have that actually beats my hero call, mm-hmm. but he was bluffing. Right. And I'm just like, why didn't I just fucking raise? Right. Why didn't it's, I just raise there? It's often better. 
Yeah. Now, sometimes they really, really, really have it, and it's way better that you didn't raise. But I think overall, I think you expect value-wise, you're just doing better with these. You don't have to raise huge at all, right? That's the thing. You can go 2.5x or something like that. It's fine. And with the money that's already in the pot and stuff like that, you just don't need it to get through very often for it to work. And this way, you also, like we're saying, you knock out Big John, which is valuable in case he has a king. Yeah. Which he can have. He can have King X of Spades. It's possible. Probably can have a lot of King X of Spades, considering that he has 7-5 off. So, right. Yeah. Right. And he called the flop. He just called the flop. Like, King X of Spades feels like... And he didn't bet the turn with his draw. Exactly. So he might not have bet the turn with his draw with the right. King X um, of Spades. Yeah. Yeah. God, you think he would, though. It's so he, weird. He I mean, but it's turn. weird that he didn't bet 5-7 on the turn. Maybe Bart really knows that Eric's the kind of guy who, when he bets this polarized thing, doesn't even have one pair. Maybe he knows that. Maybe he does, yeah. If you know that about the guy, that makes it easier to call here. But it feels like you're really, you need a very particular bunch, you know, th- bunch of things that work out for this to be great instead of just raising and not needing nearly as many good things to happen for you to yeah. be successful. You, you know, you, you risk more money, but I think it's a better play. I'm like more and more into raising the river lately. I, I know you talk about it all the time. Sweet, yeah. I wish you would just shut the fuck up about it. Well, honestly. I'm not gonna. Okay. Maybe if I go to prison. Because then and we do a podcast from there. Yeah. Then I'll be up the river. I won't be able to raise the river. Nice. Ah! Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. That's a quote. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite part when they play poker. And, and Morgan, Morgan Freeman says that thing about after he check raises the river. <laughs> he's, and like, he's like, you idiot. How did you not know that I had a gut shot? Because <laughs> Tim Robbins folds top two. Yeah. But it's, it's like the spade came. The yeah, spade like, came. I have in. to fold. He's I like, fold. Ob- the most obvious draw came, and you have Jack Tennis spades all day, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's like, dude, I have six, seven. You know that I have six, seven in my range here. <laughs> and that, considering how little I made it, it's such an easy call with your hand. You're terrible. <laughs> Tim I'm Robbins. not going to Mexico with you anymore. <laughs> and we're done. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.